Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling great. How could it not be rolling great? It's almost football. Mm. Just a, a scant month till the NFL starts. Yeah. Uh, we posted our first episode yesterday, of course. Mm-hmm. The 32nd ranked worst team in the league, according what to What year Akiva is it and that I. we're doing this? Arizona Cardinals. What do you mean? This is our ninth year doing this. Oh, yes. 2015 is the first that's year. we So did this. many. That's so many episodes. It's a lot of years. One year. Yeah. When I went we back and do all of them. It's like crazy. I went back. Well, 2016, we did the division. Yeah, we did eight episodes mm-hmm. instead of 32. I went back and was trying to compile our cumulative preseason rankings, our cumulative quarterback rankings and our cumulative coach rankings um, for all of the years that we did this. The most annoying was a couple of the years where I don't have any documentation of coaches or quarterbacks. So I had to find the old podcast and listen to them at three X to try. And oh, get our that's insane. That's yeah. insane. Um, in fact, I was in the middle of doing that when I paused um, to record this podcast with you. So if anyone else wants to listen to the episode from November 2015, where we ranked the coaches or November 2020, when we ranked the coaches and let me know what those rankings are, I would appreciate it because it would save me. And some we time. still have like uh, we, we still have all our archives. Uh, not all, but most. There's a few episodes that have been excised for one reason or another. But um, yes, we we have the bulk of our of our archives out there still. And yeah, we are going to discuss the coaches this year because this week to this day today, we're going to do our coach rankings because first we're discussing the 31st ranked Houston Texans. And, you know, we don't have a lot to say about the Texans. Basically, they're a bad team who have a brand new coach, a brand new quarterback, a brand new a lot of stuff. And we'll you know, we got to wait and see. It's It's hard to make any. Uh, firm predictions right now, but you know, let, let's go through the Texans quickly. So obviously, you know, they, they made the, the biggest noise at the draft number two, overall pick CJ Stroud. They make the big trade uh, with the number three pick. They take Will Anderson. You know, I was not a fan of it. I think, you know, maybe you like the players, but sort of the way that they did it just seemed, um, you know, an inefficient use of resources. And then of course the fun fact that the only team to ever draft two guys, um, you know, in the top three or higher was the 92 Colts. Who with yes. the number one Steve Edmond, Quentin Corriott. Yes. Uh, uh, combined for uh, zero career Pro Bowls. So mm-hmm. let's hope for the Texans things get a little bit better. But yes, yeah, so we don't need to recap the draft. But what's what's your sort of headline take on the Texans going into the season, Akiva? Uh, listen, if the quarterback ends up being good, and I think there's a good chance, like the, then the future could be bright. I don't think this team could win this year if CJ Stroud is Jalen Hurts, you know, off the bat. I, I still think this isn't such a good team. But, um, you know, if Will Anderson could become like a dominant pass rusher and maybe CJ Stroud becomes a superstar. And, and you know, I, I think if you're a Texans fan, the sky should be the limit right now. I think the vibes are not great for the season. I did like the Demeco Ryans. I think like I think he's got a shot of, of succeeding here. Uh, at least lasting a couple years. But I, I just don't the, the one thing their line is fine, although we're recording this whatever day it is, uh, their right tackle is one of their better um, offensive players broke his hand, Titus Howard, who just got a lot of money. So, um, you know, they're they're uh, already banged up a little bit. The skill position players, not great. Now, John Michi, it's possible ends up being a star. He missed last year because of major health issues. But, you know, if he if he uh, Robert was, we know, has a fork in him. Yeah, Michi. They they need Michi to be uh good to ha- really have like even a wide receiver too because it's a little bit of a mess. Other than that, um, you know, Damian Pierce had a really great rookie year. They they brought in Singletary to back him up. Uh, tight end situation. Dalton Schultz is a nice signing. 
there is some talent here. I don't think like considering this team is a bottom three team, it's not like unbelievably bad, but you look at the defense and, and there's some holes there's, you know, unless Will Anderson as a rookie is going to get to the quarterback, there aren't a lot of guys who can rush the passer. Secondary is just meh. The, the team, whole team is meh. It's now maybe CJ Stroud is electric. And in six weeks, like, wow, Texans are already like he's already turned them, turned them around. I mean, look, uh, you know, their, their total was what, four and a half last year. So it's up to six and a half. So, yeah, I mean, they, they will be a little bit better, but it's hard to see. Davis Mills was was bad, but was not like unplayably bad. He was, you know, like, you know, back quarterback level bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the receivers are probably worse, right? Like they traded Brandon. Yeah, Cooks, no, the Rob, receivers are really bad. Unless you're unless you're a huge Dalton Schultz believer. Uh, Schultz, who famously was uh, you pointed out, I think last year was was higher in the ESPN 200 fantasy ranks than Dak Prescott. Than Dak, yes, which is everything you need to know about why one quarterback is a completely idiotic way to play fantasy. We're going to be playing. You know, I, we haven't talked about this too much on the podcast. I am now in your insane uh, long we're, time. We're going to yeah, be in, tw- we're going to be 20. either sharing or in three fantasy leagues together. Yeah, um, I had to write down today how many leagues I'm in because we're doing two thirty two fans leagues. I'm mm-hmm. in your league now for the first time. Mm-hmm. I have my own league where uh, I, I've spoken about it length, the old man league where yeah, most of the cranky old for some reason. Well, the, most of them have now started, like not most of them, but the, the two or three troublemakers have started their own league. So they're out. Um, there are a couple of people in both. Do you think I should be like a jerk and say, like, you have to join one or the other? Would that be funny? Um, I mean, I, I think they would stay. Yeah. And then uh, and then I have a work league, which people at work take very seriously, even though it's for no money. And um, uh, yeah, so at least five. I think I think I counted six before. So it's a lot of fantasy football. Yeah, too much. And I Um, am a fantasy football coach. Speaking of coaches. What? I don't know. It was a segue. Oh, Um, are we are we completely done with the Texans? No. Um. Okay, so what's your all right here over under on the Texans is six and a half. Yeah, uh, towards the under. Should we do it? Should we do a quick Texans? Uh, yeah, we can do the schedule schedule game. game. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, you you say it. I'll I'll guess. All right. Um, just a couple more takes, by the way. Uh, I don't like I hate this offensive line. Um, you know, they were bad. Why? They have good tackles. No, Larry, Larry Tunzel is their only good defensive lineman. I don't know why you think Titus Howard is injured. Offensive is any uh, Howard and Kenyon. They just paid him. What are you talking about? They just gave him a zillion dollars. Yeah. His, his, what was his grade on PFF? Like 50 something, 60 something. Not pro football focus is bad with offense. Yeah. Um, Jack Mason's a good player. If he's such a good player, then why was his trade value him plus a seventh rounder for a sixth rounder? Right. Fair. Like his his cost from the Bucks was the difference between a sixth and the seventh rounder. Um, they drafted Juice Scruggs from PSU, um, from Penn State. He's uh, like an interior lineman. Yeah, I just I don't I don't like this line. Great name. Yeah, it's a good name, that's for sure. I just and I think my my feeling about D'Amico Ryan's is is sort of similar to how I feel about Brian Flores with the Vikings. I think he knows how to coach defense. I think he's going to turn this defense around, but I don't think there's the talent to do it in one year. Um, you know. They, well, nobody's saying there's the talent to like really yeah. turn things around. Yeah, he can, in, he, can he win he, seven games? He brought in Jimmy Ward with him from the 49ers, and you know mm-hmm. what, what's the what's the leftover uh, skill? Uh, Sheldon Rankins is okay. Um, Shaq no, Rankins is, is Rankins okay. is washed. Yeah, but I mean, it just I, there's not a lot of talent here. They do have a very easy schedule. So yeah. all right, let's let's do it. You give me the games, I'll tell you when it. Fine. Lost. Okay. So 
Uh, I, I said it's easy, but it starts with um, their first couple of road games are not so easy. They start at Baltimore in week one. Loss. And then they come home against the Colts, divisional matchup. Uh, win. We'll give them a win. Okay. Then they go at Jacksonville, another tough road game in theory. Uh, loss. Okay. And then at home against Pittsburgh. Close, but loss. Okay. One and three. And then at Atlanta. Loss. One and four. And then they face the Saints in week six. Ooh. Uh, I'll give them a win. All right, so if they're starting two and four with the easiest part of their schedule, that's not great. Then yeah. they have the bye. Then um, they go at Carolina in week eight. I'll say loss. Okay. Uh, and then they face the Bucks in week nine. I'll say win. Okay, so they're three and five. Then they go yeah. um, at Cincinnati. Loss. Okay, so three and six. And then they have a three-game homes, uh, uh, homestand here in November going into December. Arizona and then Jacksonville and then Denver. Uh, so they beat Arizona, lose to Jacksonville. And I'll say lose to Denver. Okay, so they're four and eight. And then they face your Jets in New York. Loss. Four and nine. And then Tennessee, division rival, they don't face until December 17th. Yeah, loss. Four no, there's ten. a later one. There's a yeah. there's a there's teams that don't play until Christmas. Oh, wow. Um Christmas four and Eve. ten. And then they face the Browns on Christmas Eve. I'll give them a win. All right. So winning uh, five and ten, maybe a uh, uh, crushing the Browns playoff plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they uh, they face the Titans for the second time in, in I'll, three weeks. I'll give them a win there. Oh, six and ten. Against the, a little against the Colts. Okay, so six and eleven. So you yeah. have them just under the total. Yeah, and their number is six and a half. So okay. All right. So we uh we have six for the Texans. Um, but I have to mark this in the in the document. This is a this is a key pick. This is an official. Pick. This is a this is an official yes. pick. Yes, an official six and ten. Six and eleven, excuse me. Uh, all right. So should we talk? Can you about... count up at the end uh, what what the what the fans have the? Yes, uh, that's why I'm the, tracking the NFL it, going yeah. this year. Yeah. Now for the episodes that you record without me, you did not put that in the column. So I'm gonna have to listen to those myself and do it. But yeah, if you I'm can very track sorry. Those, yeah, if you can track. Yeah, those going those. forward. Okay. Sure. Okay. All right. Coach rankings. Okay. Let's uh, let's talk about some coaches. So D'Amico Ryan's. We will talk about him a bit more as we as we jump into our coaches here. But he is not our bottom coach, of course. Our very bottom coach for both you and for me is Jonathan Gannon. We talked about this yesterday on the Cardinals draft, uh, uh, Cardinals episode, when it's just unprecedented for a team to hire another team's coordinator as a coach and the departing team's fans to universally say good riddance. So yes, it is not precedented. I have never yes. seen it before. Yeah. So, you know, we always obviously with with these guys who haven't been head coaches before, it's a lot of speculation. We don't know where we're ready. To People said bad things director. about Doug Peterson and he won the Super Bowl. So it's possible. Yeah. Well, I've always been a Peterson fan. And we'll talk. He's one of our biggest disagreements. We'll get to him. Um, yes. I've always been a Peterson stan um, and you not so much. So, yeah. So we both, we said what we have to say about Gannon last week. We'll, uh, we'll wait to hear more. Um, now we have three guys who are, who are tied for, uh, I guess, 29th ahead of uh, Gannon. And one of them is another newcomer, uh, Shane Steichen, who um, the Colts, who is an episode that we'll be discussing very soon. You have him 31. I have him 28. So not a huge difference there. We we haven't seen anything from him yet. And um, not, not a lot well, of confidence. In I mean, selection. as a coordinator, but, you know, yeah, they, you know, I, he, he was great. Even in the Super Bowl. the, uh, the team really exploded offensively last year. Um, he's not as inexperienced as some of these other guys. Like he did do a year with, with Herbert and the chargers before, he got the Eagles job, but yeah, I, his track record is, yeah, you know, he was, uh, uh, you know, a quality control coach in 2015. So he yeah. doesn't have a long track record. All right. So let's move on from the, uh, the, uh, coordinators from the 2022 Eagles. Um, Matt Eberflus, we have also tied at the bottom there. 
Um, and this is a guy who we each ranked 29 last year. And then mm-hmm. after watching him for a season, you stick him at 29 and I went down to 30. So <laughs> um, I didn't like the pick last year. I didn't like it then. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I haven't liked it yet. And so I, I will, I will, I'm not saying he has to be fired yet, right? Like when we, when we do these rankings in November, which we've done a lot of seasons in 2015 mm-hmm. and 2018 yeah. and 2020, um, we've sort of d- said like our first category is these guys need to be fired now. And we're not saying you should fire, uh, you know. No, but he went three and 14. So he yeah. is coaching for his job this year for sure. Now, yeah, well, if he's he goes six and sure. 11. If he goes six and 11, it's a three game improvement. You probably buy yourself a third year. Mm. But in, in, if in they're a division, yeah. Yes. If they're, and I don't think they're going to go three and 14 or four and 13 again, but if they're, atrocious he will get fired mm. and then the third guy um who we have tied at 29th is dennis allen who yeah we both hated last year i had him 30 you had him 31 and this year i have him 31 you have him 28 so well, we didn't yeah. like the hire to begin with when it yes. happened um, that having been said the saints have much higher expectations this year uh you know a badly depleted division it's wide open yeah. there for the taking so mm-hmm. is he coaching for his uh, for his uh, job? Well, year? I don't I mean, I think they'll have a hard time being terrible just based on he, he went seven and ten last year. He would have to do worse than that to get fired and maybe even, you know, five and twelve ish. I think he should be OK. Um, by the way, Dennis Allen's wife, Allison, one L, two S's. Um, oh, that's not, a, that's a silly way to spell it. Yeah, I think that's yeah. like a that's a demerit to me. Um, <laughs> listen, okay. he. He went he went eight and 28 with Oakland. So it's it's weird. You don't normally see a coach, especially he's not like he wasn't young. It wasn't like a Mangini situation where he was too young. Um, I mean, I guess he was young ish when he had that job, but now he's a 50 year old man. I haven't seen anything from him, but they probably have the best team in the division. So who knows? Yeah. OK, so what 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 number of wins does he need to get this year to return in 2024? I think six. I think he if he six? gets six, he returns. Yeah. So Dennis Allen is coming back in 2024, even if they shit the bed. I think so. I think if oh. they go six and 11, he's got a wow. chance. Seven and 10, he's fine. OK, uh, number 28 is where we have D'Amico Ryans. Um, you have him slotted a bit lower than I do. I have him at 26. You have him at it's 30. silly to 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 rank. Yeah. We shouldn't even rank the guys who haven't coached yet. Yeah. And, and I Same just mistaken. The, the the reason for the slight uh again and those are the three newcomers obviously um because all the other new coaches have coached before yeah um my, my 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 issue is I just I, I don't I definitely prefer hiring offensive coaches than defensive coaches yeah so and, do I and and I you know I mentioned Sykin being quality control he was a quality control coach in 2017 so um he went with one year break you don't normally see this between being you know 2016 he retires basically sits out and he's already a coach the next year yeah. So maybe he could relate to the players. He's our age. He uh, I wonder you know, if do you think that part of the reason both that he selected Houston and then Houston selected him is the fact that he was drafted there. There was a pro bowler there like he has sort of a history with the franchise. I think probably. But also, uh, you know, he's a he's a very young coach and and it wasn't a, a particularly uh, exciting job. Yeah. So, but he, I but he, was, in theory, had his pick of co- the jobs. I mean, that's what people were saying that he was, you know, highly in demand with his, you know, top ranked DVOA defense every year with the 49ers. Yeah, but, but expectations are lower there. So maybe that helped too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, your ex boy, Todd Bowles, he's uh, number 27. Yeah. I wasn't down on the hire last year, but, but I, you have to look back and, you know, I'm really shocked. Last year, you had him 18. I had him 19. We had him really high. Yeah, they went eight and nine, pulling magic out of their hats, like multiple wins. That they With got Tom there. Brady, like they yeah. their roster is way too good to go eight and nine. Yeah, way well, too not good. anymore. Not anymore. I mean, the roster is still like they still have a lot of good players. You know, they're getting old now, but 
that team in the in the NFC South going eight and nine is a joke. It was a terrible yeah. job. Now well, they made the playoffs. Uh, spo- but... Spoiler alert: the Bucks episode will be coming very 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 soon. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, but uh, I'm, and, uh, and you look back now, he goes 10 and six that weird year where they where they right. the you, you say that they have talent. I'm looking at you rank them lower than I do in our overall rankings, actually. Well, I'm uh, not high on the team. They don't have a quarterback, but I'm saying you take out the, the two to 53 with he wants to 10 and had... six without a quarterback with the Jets with Fitzpatrick. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick had a great year. Yeah. Um, And then he never won another game, basically, in three yeah. more years. Yeah. Very nice man. Todd Bowles, um, if you're if you're a Mets fan, reminds me very much of Ter- Terry Collins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I've always felt similarly about them. Um, and very good at like sort of dealing with the media by like speaking them in like uh, I don't really respect you, but I'll answer your question in a very <laughs> funny way. Okay. Um. Yeah. So Bowles, I, I, listen, Bowles could be two and done for sure if this team loses. If they go six and eleven. Now they don't have a quarterback, so they could easily go six and eleven, right? But uh, yeah, I think if they go if that six wins, he's done. Six wins—that's what he needs. He needs more mm-hmm. than six wins. You're saying, okay? Yeah, you should um, be writing these down. Yeah, but I, I'm just shocked to see like that we had him ranked 18 and 19 last year to see um the plummet. Um, all right, next is is your boy Robert yes. Sala, who yes. you had him 27 last year. You still have him 27. I I raised them all the way from 28 to 25. So. I like him a lot personally. Um, I, I am impressed with him, but it would be unfair to rank him higher. He hasn't really, yeah. you know, he's the guy I, mean, I wanted the Je- the the Lions to hire a couple of years ago before the Jets hired him instead of. Campbell. Oh, so the so the first year Wilson is terrible and and the quarterback situation is disaster and they go four and thirteen. He go honestly last year seven and ten with their with the quarterback situation last year it was a pretty good job. Now they do have a lot of talent elsewhere, but I I don't know how you win with the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't know how you you could be expected to win more than seven games. So I do think he did a good job. I he's not especially on the hot seat. Now if you know the expectations are high, so if they go six and eleven, he'll also get fired. But their over under is much higher than six games, like the other teams we're talking about here. So he has a real roster. If Rodgers stays healthy and they don't have catastrophic injuries uh, and, you know, luckily we don't have to talk about the Jets for a while, but the offensive line is an issue. He, you know, they they could uh, have a big year. I don't know. Salah to me hasn't. It's weird. It's two years. I don't think that he is incompetent. And I also don't think he like his ceiling is pretty low and his floor is high. He's he's like stuck in a weird place. Anyway, that's Robert Salah. All right. Um, it, 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 how bad would the Jets season have to be for him to get fired this year? I you, you weren't listening because I already answered that question. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they went seven and ten last year. If they if 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 they go seven and ten with Rodgers playing most of the season, I think he gets fired. Certainly less than seven, he's getting fired. Mm-hmm. It's his third year. You don't go right. if you don't if you don't come near eight, uh, 503 years. How many how many coaches recently have been able to get a fourth year? Very few. So why do you have Josh McDaniels ranked high? You have him four spots ahead of Salah, which is why uh, he's uh, 25th on our rankings overall. Well, because I think McDaniels ceiling is still very high. Like he's a brilliant offensive coach. And I do think there's it's possible. He, he even though you know, he's failed everywhere game. outside of New England. Over yes, and over even though and over. he's listen, how many games does he coach? He's coached 45 games in his career. OK, give but him time. He, fa- he failed in Indy. He failed in Denver. He's failed in Las Vegas. I just don't understand how much time we're supposed to give him. Well, he didn't fail it's, in Indy. He wasn't. He was there for one second. Yeah. Yeah. When you have a job and don't even keep it for more than one day, that's a failure, Akiva. <laughs> oh, that's absurd. So absurd. If you, if you get hired and the next day, oh, they so if a you, lawyer, if a lawyer, if a law firm calls you up tomorrow and is like, yeah. "Hey, we'll double your salary," and you're like, "Sold." 
And then your company is like, you know what? We need to keep you. We'll we'll almost match. And you well, that's, stay. That's Did not, you fail? Well, no, that's not, first, fail? Of all, first of all, that's not what happened. And second of I all, mean, these, it might be. They might have matched. You don't know that. These, you don't know the salary. Well, these I mean, how, how often have you ever heard a guy accept a job, become a new coach and then not, you know, leave the day later? And I think the point is that, like, the question marks we've always had about McDaniels have been person like per, interpersonal skills. And so, and by the way, the Broncos job ended in 2010. That was like a generation ago. Yeah. You know. OK. So. All right. Yeah. I, I'm. It's I, not I think, good. I think McDaniels should be fired. Yeah. If hypothetically right. we were going to speak to, uh, you know, the Raiders fan, he's probably not going to be very high on. Them. OK, Art Smith, he's 24. You're um, on the, you're on that sort of terms with him. You call him Art. Um, I think they called him Art a lot in um in quarterback, didn't they? Sorry, yeah, I'll maybe call the him players Art called Art. Yeah, um, he did not instill a ton of confidence for me watching quarterback. But I do have higher expectations for Atlanta and particularly the offense this year. So I've bumped him. You you had him 23 last year. You bumped him down to 24. I had him 24 last year. I bumped him all the way up to 22. So I'm giving him a, a little bit of a, uh, I have higher expectations this year. But to me, this is a make or break year. If the, if the Falcons. It is. It year, is. Be, yeah. They, they, he went seven to ten twice. If he goes seven to ten the third time, he's fired probably eight and nine. We can fired nine and eight missing the playoffs. I think now if they go nine and eight. They probably will make the playoffs in that division. Yeah. Um. But but nine and eight, I think he he could still get fired in theory. Okay. Uh, at 23 is where we have Brandon Staley. Uh, a slight um, drop from last year, but basically the same place. This is for sure a make or break year for him, right? I think a yeah, lot listen, of people this... were super... People said he, he had to make the playoffs to not get fired. He made the playoffs. Then he blew a 28-point lead in the playoffs, kept the job somehow. But expectations have been very high in Los Angeles for... Or, or nobody in Los Angeles cares. Expectations have been very high for the Chargers yeah. for a few years. Uh, Herbert is, you know, everyone has said he's an elite quarterback, but, you know, they haven't performed uh, up to that level. And I think at a certain point, you know, it comes down on Staley. He didn't take sort of the heat for some of like the 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 clock management decisions that he did, um, in you know, in 2022, in 2021, excuse me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I don't see a scenario where the Chargers don't win a dozen or don't win double. The needs, needs to win a playoff game to get year four. needs to win a playoff game. You okay. know, we didn't like this hire a few years ago, a one year defensive coordinator. Yeah, with a you know with an incredible town. But I did uh, like at, the aggression that a lot of others hated him for in, in his rookie season a couple of years ago. It just it was sort of the inconsistency that was that was concerning. Yeah, no, they so. they they need to win or they need to move on this year. All right, one of the uh, oldest veteran coaches we have uh, tied at twenty one. Two of them, uh, Mike McCarthy and Ron Rivera. And um, I, I'm I'm looking at it, and you were always much higher on me than Rivera. Last year you had Rivera sixteen, I had him twenty two. This year, we've both moved down two slots. You have made to me. He's the definition of like, I don't want to say replacement level, but like, yeah, he's basically a replacement level coach. Like there are a lot of coaches who are he's just below average. You know what I mean? But yeah, but at a certain but to, to me, that's that means he has one like, more games than he's lost. And it's not like he's been coaching Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Well, but that was in Carolina. Right. And that was a generation ago, as you like to say. OK, in a bad for like a team with no QB in a bad situation. He's basically, you know, been hovering on 500 all three years. Mm. It was also a division that for the most part has been pretty bad. I mean, now it's looking better, but um, the NFC East has been bad for much of the, uh, he is a you know, the Rivera coach. era. You could, there will always be 10 coaches worse than him, but there'll always be 15 coaches better. You know, Yeah, I only count nine worse. Um, and, and I guess part of it is with coaches, like I see the appeal of getting like the 18th best quarterback or whatever, because if yeah. you have an elite team around them, you can go, you can mm-hmm. go to the Super Bowl with them, right? We've seen it with Joe Flacco or Eli Manning or whatever, Jimmy Garoppolo. I just... Mm-hmm. With a coach, I think I need to see. I'm not. I'm not sure that's the case. 
I guess if everything's absolutely perfect and you have a coach who doesn't really need to do anything like Caldwell and with the Colts or something like that with Peyton Manning, but like, uh, or, you know, George Seifert, maybe when he took over for Bill Walsh, but when you're building something from scratch, you're not just, you know, landing with an elite quarterback and an elite system already in place. I think you need a, a much more dynamic coach than, than Ron Rivera provides at this point. So uh, his I days agree. of riverboat Ron are, are long behind him. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Everybody seems to like him, but I'm not sure why he, uh, why he still has this job. Um, and he's tied with Mike McCarthy, who the Cowboys have been contenders throughout the 32 fans era. And every year with Dallas, um, with um, with with Dallas, Mike McCarthy has gone to the playoffs, has had expectations and has just sort of a comical, insane way of losing, whether it's uh, Dak two years ago or the the Zeke pancake last year. I, I'm you know, he, he McCarthy, I think his ceiling might be a little lower than well, he's similar to Rivera in the. Well, fact I put that, these two guys next to each other. Yeah. I know they end up bringing. So did two, I. But I believe I. Yeah. yeah. So to me, they're That's very they're similar. Tied. It's, it's like the offensive defensive type of you know. Yeah. But uh, similar to Rivera, you know, the fans hate him, but he's won. But but the reason I would have him ahead, I think, and well, you had him twenty four last there. year. You bumped him up nineteen, so he moved up five spots. Listen, last year. people hate him. He won a playoff game last year. He's twelve and five two years in a row, and he's won sixty one percent of his games. Now, yes, he's always had a QB. Mm-hmm. So it's you know I would have won I would have although to be fair they won in, with with Dak's injury also yeah they you know it's fun to hate on him but he he's he has won a lot anyway um yeah that's McCarthy that's all we have to say about him all right uh, Kevin Stefanski's next this is a guy who I think the bloom is off the rose when he first came to Cleveland everybody was slurping him. And having seen him in, in Minnesota as the as the offensive coordinator, I was a little confused why there was all this hype about him because he hadn't sort of seemed to be, you know, an, an especially brilliant offensive mind with the Vikings. Although, of course, they did have the year that they, it's weird. Know. This is year four of the Stefanski era. I feel like yeah. there have been a lot of memorable moments in this era and it's year four, you know? Yeah. And and his problem is I think he needs to or he should need to. Um, Deshaun Watson has to turn it around dramatically and this team has to win, you know, 10 games and make the playoffs for him to keep his job. But I think it's also tough to say in a deep AFC that, you know, that the likelihood of that is very high. Yeah, no, they could go eight, nine. They could lose a few close games, go eight, nine. And then it's his third straight losing year. He has one playoff win and he wasn't even at the game because he had COVID, if you remember. So it's 11, eight, seven. It's a downward trajectory. I think he needs to make the playoffs to get a year five. And that's hard. It's a, it's a brutal division. Yeah. So. All right, I wanted to, so he's 19th. We have him tied at 19th with someone else that I really want to dive into here because this is the guy about whom we have the largest uh, disagreement. Dan Campbell, you have him 26. I have him 15. Last year, for reference, you had him 30. I had him 27. Mm -hmm. Dan Campbell's been around a lot. The first time we did this in 2015, he was the interim coach for the Dolphins at the time. Yeah. So we've actually, yeah, we've been ranking Dan Campbell and hating on him from the very beginning. He's obviously, you know, a bit of a clown. However, I think that from... What I've seen, his players really love him. They play for him. He's very aggressive on fourth downs and the like, you know, more of sort of a uh, progressive mindset than you might think with someone with his sort of personality reputation otherwise. And I'm convinced I'm, 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 I'm selling on the Lions hype going into the season, but I'm buying on Campbell. I don't know. Is he the long term solution? No, but I think he's certainly at least an average quarterback uh, coach. There's a, there's there's 16 other coaches I wouldn't rather have than Dan Campbell. So tell All me right. why I'm wrong. I would not want my team to hire him. Listen, they won three games his first year. They went nine and eight. Like you want to you want to crown him, crown him for going nine and eight last year. I, I'm i not buying it. I do think. You know, Ben Johnson, maybe, you know, the, the defense sucked. So 
how much credit are we giving Campbell versus like the offense and rejuvenation of Jared Goff that came from Ben Johnson? Is yeah, Goff but at least with, with the things that we could judge, such as, you know, aggression on fourth downs and stuff like that, he's one of the best. Well, I like that. Yeah, I like he's sort of like backs into being smart because he is. OK, so if he has that and if he has his players loving to play for him, which for, by all accounts, he does, mm-hmm. then he's got a couple of feathers in his cap more than lots of coaches. Um. All right. To me, he's a slightly below average coach. Slightly below average. You ranked him 30th, 26th, excuse me. 26, 26. Yeah, yeah but that's... I think all these guys are in similar. OK, teams. yeah. So I have them all the way up at 15. I would not want my team to hire him. I have him ranked ahead of my team's coach. So <laughs> all right. who's, who's coming up shortly? Number 18, we have Zach Taylor. You know, this is a guy who I I, I said was my preseason coach of the year pick a couple years ago when um, Joe mm-hmm. Bro's rookie year when they, when they sucked. He went one in 15. We talked about how nobody had ever won as few games as he had and didn't stuck around for a third season. Then he went to the Super Bowl. Then he had another strong year last year. And ultimately, how much credit goes to him versus Joe Burrow and the rest of the offense? I don't know the answer to that, but um, we both moved him down a little bit from last year. I see last year I had him 11, you had him 14. All he did was go to the AFC Championship game and be leading late. And yet um, you moved him down to 17. I moved him all the way down to 19. So are we too low on Zach Taylor? No, I think I think it's easy to say like, okay, this team wins games. Uh, you know, let's put him number 10. I think a lot of people could win with the, with with them. Now they've gone up two to four to ten to twelve. They only win an even number in amount of games. Mm. It I, I think like the ceiling for Taylor is still high, but I don't know. Have you seen anything? I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Well, I, I've I, seen one of the best offenses in football, and and I, I, yes, they have the talent. Obviously, they have yes, you know they, Joe Burrow yes. and incredible receivers. But uh, so I I don't I don't know how to give up that credit. We never know the answer to that. I think uh, the reason I dropped him from eleven to. 19 is less because of him than because a bunch of guys who I had ranked lower than him, like uh, like Brian Dable, for example, you know, guys who we hadn't seen so much of. I moved up this year based on last season. So listen, um, if the Bengals, if the Bengals and I have him at 17 and maybe that's a few spots to look because if the Bengals like stopped existing and the Jets needed a coach, I wouldn't be devastated if the Jets hired Taylor. So I guess that's a sign. He's at least an average coach. When you hire these sort of young offensive wonder kinds, you know, these um, Sean McVay acolytes, whether it's Kevin O'Connell or Zach Taylor or whatever, mm-hmm. right? What, the reason you're doing so is you say, I want to see dynamic quarterback play and an elite offense. Well, the Bengals have that. So I just don't understand. If you want to say, well, don't credit Taylor for it, but, but then what are you judging Taylor based on? If you're not but judging then who, based why are you criticizing me? Like you ranked him lower than me. No, I'm, I'm asking the question. I, I I don't know what we want from Zach Taylor because he's he's done what he was hired. Maybe to you're do. just too boring. I don't know. Yeah, Kevin O'Connell's next. Well, Actually, so we I a- think we should. Okay, I think we. Yeah. I think we, this is part one. We're going to stop this just because we have another episode to record now. Well, and... no, we're we're gonna, we're going to go all the way, and but yeah, um, only for the, the the patrons will hear the top, right? If you're not a patron, you won't hear the the rest of our coaching ranking. So you got to join. Patreon. No, we have another episode to record right now. So this will be the end of the episode, who, who and we're we going to record a second. What episode. are you talking about? First of all, we we haven't even got close to thirty two minutes, so I don't know what you're talking. Wait, can about we pause? We're not no. close to thirty two minutes. No, because you paused in the beginning to have an off converse, off topic conversation for twenty seconds. Are you on drugs? It was a twenty second conversation. Yeah, but then anyway, what are you saying? We don't have another podcast on the schedule for another twelve minutes. First of all, yeah, but I'm that one pausing. is the listeners going to hear us argue here. That one is going to, but that's the same thing. It's the other half. We it's the other half of this one. Oh, your plan was to divide the coaches across two episodes? No, but we're halfway done, and we don't have time to do a third episode in this. We're doing four in a row. I'm totally confused by what you're saying. My understanding, okay, my understanding was we were going to discuss the Houston Texans and rank our yes. coaches. Yes. We're going to go over 32 minutes. And yes, to the extent which we, we went over, to the extent we went over 32 minutes, only the patrons would hear the the, the top coaches. 
And then after that, we will then decide.